Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 135 in Edmonton. Very quickly, the Vancouver Canucks have just issued a statement. General Manager Jim Benning uh, announcing today that defenseman Travis Hamannick had been placed on temporary leave of absence. Uh, the mutually agreed upon leave of absence will give uh, Travis time as he works through his personal matters. The team also asked the media respect Travis's privacy and the club will not be making any further comments at this time. There were people that uh, uh, were reporting earlier today that Hamannick would be suspended by the organization. The the orders, meanwhile, um, have uh, begun the process of a mutual termination uh, agreement with Kirill Maximov, which will allow him to uh, go play over in Europe, likely back in Russia. Uh, he was a healthy scratch uh, this weekend uh, with the uh, Bakersfield Condors. And that's where we're going to go next. We're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, and we welcome back the uh, head coach of the 2-0 and Bakersfield Condors, uh, Jay Woodcroft. Jay, we just had Bane Pettinger on the show. He wanted to pass along hello. He, uh, obviously, uh, you uh, you know Bane, and you know Bane's story. And uh, interesting guy, and uh, a guy that uh, certainly has a great feel for the game. Yeah. Uh, first of all, hey, Bob, how are you? Yes. Hey, um, how are you doing, Jay? Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, but yeah, I got to know Bain at the uh, 2015 World Championships in Prague. Obviously, he had a big role with Hockey Canada and uh, just kind of a larger than life personality. Yes. Um, a guy that really connected with all of the players uh, on the team and is was responsible for making sure that things ran smoothly from a management side of things over there he did a heck of a job and uh he's a friend for sure absolutely all right uh well i put a tweet out last night about Stuart skinner being stellar 34 saves uh bumpy start the first night but you gave him the second of the back-to-back you're you're two and oh to start the season and he was a big part of it last night Absolutely. You know, it was a it was an interesting week for Stewart. Obviously, he competed all the way through to uh, the end of main training camp there in Edmonton. Um, he was reassigned at the end of camp. It, as you know, it's a it's a long drive down to California, so it took him a couple of days uh, to get down here and get settled. Uh, he got a couple practices in. Um, I thought uh, on the opening night, uh, he gave us a chance to win. I don't know if he was at his best or most comfortable that night, um, but he gave us a chance to win the game, and that's the most important. Uh, uh, the most important thing for a goaltender is to consistently give 
your team a chance to win. And, and certainly he did that. Um, it was a very hotly contested first game against Abbotsford uh, with some lead changes and uh, the team found a way. And then yesterday uh, in a game under in less than 24 hours, I think it was, uh, it was a five o'clock start yesterday uh, versus a fresh team. We needed Stewart specifically right off the bat. Uh, and, and I didn't think as a team we started the game very well. But Stewart stood strong when we needed him. And uh, we kind of gradually worked our way into that game and found a way to win. Um, and he was certainly a huge part of it. All right. Well, he's one of the guys that we're, we're getting asked about here in the Ashley Fine Flores text line. We got a couple texts on Philip Roberg, and uh, one individual says, "Is he a bit like Hannafin? Is he a bit like Brett Hedekin was?" Uh, it's pretty early in his uh, North American career. I know I, I I bumped into Ken Holland this morning, and I know he got a lot of ice time over the weekend. How would you assess Broberg's performance, Jay? Well, uh, I think he has a lot of natural talent obviously um with where he was picked in in the draft um you'd expect that so he's got the raw materials of a, a very good hockey player he's big he's physically gifted um i think he is learning uh, the nuances of playing on the smaller ice surface and um you know with with the way he can skate especially going back to back in under 24 hours i thought uh, he took his second game he did some real good things for us um on the power play he did this, some good things on our breakout i think um you know like i've i've mentioned to you before on the show you know we're not rushing things with philip we're not going to force things um we're going to work on pieces of his game very methodically um and let him get that type of experiential learning um that i think will serve him well as he moves forward bakersfield head coach jay woodcroft on the river Cree resort and casino hotline bob stauffer with you and oiters now jay you've got several other prospect defensemen down there i believe you had day her name mostly with broberg you, you went from seven to 60 i guess called maybe got nicked up and was and was unavailable yesterday uh, who else caught your your eye among some of those uh, younger uh, prospect winner defensemen well I, I thought we had some, like I said, I don't think as a team we started very well. I thought we were sluggish and a little bit in the mud in the first period. Um, but that said, I thought the game sort of took a turn yesterday when we upped uh, our physical attachment to it, when we upped the physical ante, and that was led by Marcus Niemelainen. He took uh, uh, numerous healthy runs uh, at the other team's best players in a fair way. Um, um, but he took healthy runs and he raised kind of everybody's physical attachment to the game. Um, I thought Phil Kemp was physical, uh, finished uh, a couple guys in the neutral zone that commanded some attention. And they both of those guys were also able to get in shooting lanes, bravely get in shooting lanes. And while we weren't at our best yesterday, what I really liked about the team was how we responded as the game wore on and in the end they're learning how to win even in times when it's not always going to be pretty and nice uh, or, or when you're feeling your best you know that's what we say down here you don't have to feel well to play well and uh, I thought it was a positive sign in a game when we weren't at our best we found a way to win it 
by my count, you only had four NHL contracted forwards in the lineup for the two games. Marodi, who led the league in goal scoring last year. Lavoie, who a lot of Oilers fans are keeping an eye on. Uh, Safin. And, uh, and then Seth Griffith, who got four points in the two games. He had a real good weekend for you. So you've got a lot of guys. You know, you got a couple guys that are AHL uh, contracts that are they're veterans in the American League, which helps out like Cracknell and, and uh, Esposito and Malone. Those guys are huge for you. Uh, but there, there are some other teams that would have eight or nine Mar- guys in NHL deals uh, at forward right now. So you have a little bit different makeup to your forward group, does don't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, that's uh, that's who we are. It's how we're built, and uh, we we embrace it. Uh, we embrace that kind of um, pack mentality up front. Uh, we embrace a way of playing the game that we we think suits our our personnel. Uh, we aspire to be. Um, <laughs> You know, we aspire to play the game with speed and simplicity and pace and purpose. And we want to play the game hard. We don't want to tiptoe around the edges of the game. We want to, you know, we, you know our saying down here is we want to we want to play with a hammer and not a paintbrush. So we're, I think that suits the makeup of our team. Um, we have some great leadership, especially up front. And, um, you know, we, like you mentioned, some of those prospect forwards are, uh, they're learning how to do it on an everyday basis. And we had a good opening weekend. There's some foundation building blocks to build upon, but we got some more work to do as we move forward. Lavoie was sent down fairly early uh you know how do the first couple games go for him i thought there were some real good moments for raf i mean um you know he didn't he didn't convert on some of his opportunities but he found himself in in those opportunities which is a positive sign i saw him uh in the clips that we reviewed after each game i saw him in a lot of positive clips subtle clips uh competition clips um stick placement clips uh those types of things so you know is there things in his game that he's gonna have to continue to clean up and work on on a daily basis yes there is but you know with where he's at he's in a good spot he's playing with good players he's in uh in a forward group where he's commanding some ice time and um you know i thought it was a positive weekend he was a positive member of that group that helped us win two games jay you're gonna get william lagason uh with you uh he did not make the oilers he is on a one-way deal uh that's gonna strengthen your defense to say the least i mean he's the organizational number eight defenseman right now yeah, uh, William, um, excited to, to get him in and uh, get him into practice, first of all, and, and see where he's at. Um, get him uh, into an environment where he, he understands uh, what we're trying to do down here. He was a part of what was going on, especially uh, when our staff first came in. So he has a comfort uh, level with uh, the way we want to do things down here. And anytime you can add someone of his caliber to um, our back end, you know, we welcome it and we're going to work with him. We're excited that uh, he's going to be a part of it down here. It's going to be interesting because it looks like Devin Shore is going to get activated for tomorrow's game. You might be getting yourself a forward as well. And the three extra forwards today, Ryan McLeod, who does not need to clear waivers, uh, Tyler Benson and Colton Seaver that do. And that's going to lead me to the next question. When do you guys return to action, Jay? 
We return to action um, on the weekend. We go to Ontario uh, on Friday, and then we come uh, we come back on the Saturday evening, and we play Stockton at home. So it's going to be a competitive weekend for sure. Both those teams are are um, loaded up pretty well, and it's going to require all twenty players for sure. Yeah, uh, I know LA's farm team's got a lot of young forward prospects. Uh, you would probably have a pretty good handle of that. You still t- uh, stay in touch with Todd McClellan? Uh, you know what? In the summertime, we exchange phone calls and whatnot. But as the uh, as the season goes on, you know how it is. Yes, it's, uh, you're focused on your own uh, situation and your own group. And um, you know, you're right. The LA's uh, farm team does have a lot of those young prospects, but they also have some good veterans that they've added this year. So I think they're going to be a real team um, that a real team that will be in contention. Uh, for the top of the division. So I know that that game uh, on Friday is going to be a tone setter for how things go for the year for uh, that division series with us. Jay, as always, thank you for your time, and we'll touch base uh, next uh, following uh, the upcoming weekend, okay? Okay, Bob. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Take care. You Thank bet. you. That is Jay Woodcroft. It's 147 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It is 149 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you in Oilers Now. Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow. Devin Shore looks like he's going to play tomorrow. We'll be with Brendan Perlini and Kyle Turris. That line was exceptional in the preseason, combining for seven goals. Uh, Perlini had six. And it was interesting, Perlini was just pounding the pill today at practice. Uh, orders practice at 11 o'clock. McDavid remained with Drysaddle and Paul Yarby. You had uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins centering Zach Hyman and Kyler Yamamoto, as well as Derek Ryan uh, with Fogel and Zach Cassian. And then the fifth line was Ryan McLeod, who again does not require waivers. Ryan McLeod with Tyler Benson and Colton Seaver. On defense, Nurse with Barry, Keith and CeCe, who I think have played pretty well the first couple games. Uh, Duncan Keith is a smart player. And uh, and then I'm leaning to Cuckoo uh, along with... Evan Bouchard, but Chris Russell out there as well. And it's already confirmed. Confirmed starter is Mike Smith for tomorrow's game. John Gibson from Anaheim will start tonight in Calgary, which likely means Edmonton's going to get Anthony Stolarz tomorrow. 
though Gibson is the type of starter that can go back-to-back. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50-plus years. Royal Pizza has 14 Edmonton and area locations. They've also got uh, locations in Red Deer and Calgary. They're expanding for a menu and a list of those locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean Chicken. Uh, Brendan Escott's a big fan of the Texan. How'd your Texans do yesterday, Brendan? Not well. Not well? Not well. Uh, I had a good weekend because, you know, I'm a Ravens fan. I'm I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. I was uh, I thought that uh, the Chargers... And Justin Herbert would have been able to be a little bit more effective moving the ball because the Ravens' D hasn't been stellar to start the year, but they pounded uh, the ball. They just pounded the pill right down their throat. It was unbelievable. They, they just, it was big boy football from the Ravens, and they just crushed uh, the Chargers yesterday. Uh, Cowboys' game against New England was pretty good. Alabama taking care of business against Mississippi State. And if you get a chance, and for those of you that have a subscription to The Athletic, you should read the piece on Coach O, Ed Orgeron, who is stepping down at the end of this year from LSU, just two years removed from a team that many people think may have been may, the 2019 LSU team might have been the greatest college football team of all time. They had 14 players drafted in the NFL off that team. And they haven't been the same since, and it might not all have to be with personnel. Let's get to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, who are going to have some news shortly. Yes, indeed, on a new Oilers Now road trip that you can participate in. Dennis and Jason Laliberti at New West Travel. Brendan Escott's got this day in Oilers history. In 2005, the Oilers retired Paul Coffey's number seven prior to a game against the Phoenix Coyotes. The team's first-round pick, uh, sixth overall back in 1980. Coffey was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2004 after a 21-year career. He spent his first seven seasons in Edmonton, scored 669 points in 532 regular season games, of course, winning four Stanley Cups. Coyotes uh, won that game 4-3 in overtime the night in 2005 on a goal by Derek Morris. So, there's no doubt he's top five defenseman all time. I think we all concede Bobby Orr's number one. Um, Dennis Potvin would be in the mix for top five defenseman of all time. Nicholas Lidstrom would be in the mix. Uh, Coffey obviously scored at a greater rate. Uh, Ray Bork, uh, that's the one that's often compared between. So, would we go Orr, maybe Lidstrom because of the amount of Norris trophies he won, um, Ray Bork, Paul Coffey, and Dennis Potvin? What about Larry Robinson? I, I might have Larry Robinson on there instead of Denny Potvin, myself. Just take a look at his career plus minus. It's like plus 522. I love Larry Robinson. Maybe because he beat up Dave Schultz once, and I hated the Flyers back in the day as a kid. All right, what's Reed Wilkins got, got coming up tonight at Inside Sports? Uh, we've got Dave off this week, so I've not heard. Okay, it's a fluid show tonight with Reed Wilkins and Inside Sports. Uh, Cactus Jack has texted the show to say so good that Jay Woodcroft has embraced the develop the player philosophy for the good of the organization. Too often in the past, the position of the head coach of the farm team, in my opinion, says Cactus Jack, has been to build the coaching resume first and development second. That's not currently the case. Um, there we go. Cactus Jack saying that Jay Woodcroft has embraced 
develop the player philosophy for the good of the organization. There you go. Tomorrow, a fluid show for us as well. We will tell you Mark Spector for the horses and Horse Racing Alberta presenting live thoroughbred racing at Century Mile Friday and Saturday. The post time is now 5.15 p.m. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. We... Um, We'll also have a preview and uh, some guests pertaining to the Oilers and the Ducks game tomorrow night. Up next, a news, weather, and traffic update with Kevin Robertson. It is election night on the municipal front in the city of Edmonton. Get out there and vote uh, after Rob Breckenbridge, uh, 6.30 afternoons with Jalen and I. And tonight's the night for ongoing coverage. Actually, that's what might be going on tonight is ongoing coverage here on 6.30. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.